Sometimes it seems that you're in a different universe than all of your friends. You're always welcome here in the Ventiverse with Abigail and Aiden. We'll tell you all about the odds and ends. Sucks to be our other brother, Ben. He's in college. For better or for worse. Welcome, Welcome to, to the Ventiverse. Today we're going to be talking about the Alliance Theater's production of Ghost. It's about a middle school boy named Castle, whose nickname is Ghost, hence the title, who's been, quote, running his entire life, but for all the wrong reasons, unquote. So what we have here is a pretty classic coming-of-age story. It was actually translated um, from a young adult's novel, also titled Ghost, um, which explains it pretty much. Here is this boy named Ghost, um, and it's about him reconciling his past um, and his father who tried to shoot Ghost and his mother one night with his future promise, you know, in running, in doing the right thing, standing up against bullies, um, and not acting out physically when someone hurts him verbally and thus getting suspended from school a couple times. That being said... I did not particularly enjoy the play. Um, and the reason is because having gone through middle school and high school myself, I found a lot of it to be unrealistic. And while I know theater is highly dramatized, this went a bit too much for me um, in the way that I couldn't quite fall into it. Usually I leave a musical feeling breathless and like I just came from another universe and I never quite made the switch into being in Ghost's world. And the reason is because of a couple things. Number one, um, he's being taught by an Olympic medalist. His coach, his track coach, won a gold medal in the Olympics. And he still has to pay his rent money by being a taxi driver. Like, what? If I was, I just... So, to clarify, I am a diver, a cross-country runner and um, a pole vaulter, and none of my coaches, however much I love them, are Olympic medalists, much less Olympic gold medalists. And none of them have to drive taxis or Ubers or Lyfts, as far as I know, in order to make enough money to provide for themselves and their families. So just that fact, while I think it's actually really cool, and that alone wouldn't have swayed my like or dislike of the show, but it definitely adds this like touch to it as why is this Olympic gold medalist teaching middle school track and not even getting paid adequately for it? Like, that is a huge deal. Like, do they know how lucky they are? Like, that's awesome. So that was a bit off-putting to me. And then, oh, and if you were interested, um, at one point in the play, Coach confirms, his name is Coach, um, for all sense and purposes in the play. Coach confirms that he is, in fact, an Olympic gold medalist and tells Ghost um, about a story that his father when he came home his father sold his gold medal for money and if you were curious uh the average an olympic gold medal sells for at auction is over twenty thousand dollars so that is quite a lot of money for ghost um for coach's father to get anyways another thing that i didn't particularly enjoy was the chopstick scene as I've nicknamed it, or more accurately, the lack of chopstick scenes. Basically what happens here for the viewers who haven't seen the play, but are definitely going to see it after this, I'm sure, wink wink, <laughs> is Coach treats all of his 
athletes, you know, the, the four actors on stage to a Chinese meal in the hopes of bonding. And number one, that like happens in real life, but the bonding does not happen to the extent that it did on stage. And what I mean by this is, first of all, there were no chopsticks at the Chinese restaurant. Um, coach confiscated all of their spoons, which I, I just, there's so many, so many things I could say about that. And, um, I think I'll just stick with this one. Why aren't you using chopsticks? Why, why spoons? Like, ah, man, really, really Americanized everything, I guess. So anyways, he can confiscates their spoons. Um, and they, they can't have their Chinese food until they get the spoon. And in order to get the spoon, they have to say a fun fact about themselves. And where I was going with this before was, as per the bonding, fun facts always suck. Like, people always are like, I have two brothers. So they're not really that good. But this time, in this play, they were, like, jaw-dropping. Like, people were coming out with their, like, intimate stories about being adopted and being albino. Although that one was more of a joke because the character was obviously albino and you're supposed to tell a fact that people didn't know about you. So that was just fun for humor. Um, and then Ghost goes out and reveals like his past with his own father and it is just this very intimate moment that in real life is no way happening in a public Chinese restaurant with people you don't even know so I'll, I'll just leave it at that also with with spoons like at the, the very least have a couple kids use chopsticks like I know some people can't but a lot of people can yeah um what I also found to be kind of unrealistic was the whole theft of shoes. So what we have here is Ghost, who is relatively poor. He wears high top converses that he eventually cuts off the high tops and is made fun of for, which Aiden and I never really understood. Like, what's so funny about that? Like, I, I understand they're high top converses, and when you cut them off, they're no longer high top converses. But why do you have to be bullied for that? I just, I don't know. There was a disconnect there. Also, you could totally see the Velcro as the actor was cutting it off, um, which was kind of fun for me. But anyways, what happens is Ghost goes into the store and steals a pair of Usain Bolt's shoes. Well, shoes that Usain Bolt wears, um, which have got to be ungodly expensive. And actually, we can look that up. This just in, the shoes actually aren't that expensive. They're only $135, which as far as shoes go, isn't that bad. So I retract my previous statement. But anyways, he steals this pair of shoes and because he wants to be fast and he doesn't want to wear Converse's that everyone makes fun of him for. So he starts running in them and he's super fast. But of course, um, it comes back to bite him and coach ends up paying for the shoes um, and makes Ghost apologize to the worker, um, the, the woman who works there, who uh, gave him the shoes previously, and then he stole them, and now she's, he's apologizing to her for stealing them. And she's like, mm-hmm, like all huffy. But in the real world, as far as teenage employees go, I don't think they care. Like, yes, they care if people steal it, but I don't think they take it as a personal affront, like insult to their character if someone steals the pair of shoes especially the fact that she was still working there when he came back in like I guess 
because I live in suburbia, I live in Swanee, Georgia, I'm from an area where there's big malls, so the shops are really huge. You don't have a lot of local mom and pop stores anymore, so I'm not used to walking in and having employees know who I am. So maybe there's a disconnect there, but for me, when I watched it, I was like, there's no way this lady just happens to be working the same day twice, you know, like sees him this day and this day, and I, I didn't see any real reason for her to be insulted as much as she did honestly i would think the company would have to be paid reparations instead of just being paid the full price of the shoes like where's the interest in that like does he do community service and i was just a little confused why he got left off the hook so easily except for time's sake like the plate needed to move along as this podcast does so that i didn't really understand and our next point is production a couple things about the stage aiden was watching it with me and he made a couple points that were really interesting So I'll cover them while he's not here today because he's running a little late. Uh, So one thing was the stage was slanted at some parts and you could see the track lines running through it, right? Um, With the dash line in between and stuff. But then you also had the lines coming at the very middle of the page upon which no audience member can actually see because the stage is lifted. So it was kind of useless. I guess it it helps the actors, but... uh, Anyone besides the people on stage couldn't actually see the lines because it was the stage and the seating uh, arrangement wasn't elevated either. So there was no angle to see what was flat on the stage unless the actual stage was, you know, uh, flipped up or adjusted, which some parts were, but most weren't. So I thought that was a little weird, I guess. And then the way they addressed running was really fascinating. And I was actually a little disappointed because they were going on and on about how fast this kid ghost was. And I was like, oh my God, I want to see how fast he is. And so the very first time he starts running, he gets into the position, they go like three, two, one, go or whatever. And he just runs really slowly, like in slow motion, but faster than everyone else did in slow motion. And then everyone else is frozen while he does that. And then once he's done, everyone else starts talking and it's back to uh, regular pace. So that was kind of interesting because they're running in place in slow motion and like you can see their uh, facial features, which was kind of fun because they're like, like some of them like squeeze their face and then some of them like grunted a little bit or like bared their teeth for the, you know, 10 seconds they were fake running. And another thing I thought was kind of interesting is if you've ever watched Olympic sprinters, you know that when they go in slow motion, their entire face bounces because they are hitting the ground so hard that the skin can't keep up with like the skull. So you just have this like really distorted facial features. So I guess depending on how fast they were running, uh, if they were going in slow motion, their face was supposed to bounce, but it didn't. So a little disappointed about that. And then our one last thing, the gun. So this is um, a relatively uh, easy watch. And what I mean by that is you can watch it with very young kids. And I, Aiden and I were wondering if that was allowed because they didn't have an actual gun. So one of the adjustments that might have been made in order to provide that PG audience is instead of having a gun when the father tries to kill his son... Um, and Ghost's mother, is he held up two fingers in the shape of a gun instead of having a real gun. And I don't know. That also 
alienated me a little bit to the play because I was like getting into it and I was like, oh my God, like he's going to be shot. And then he pulls out two fingers and I'm like, what? You know, it's just, or three fingers, sorry. Um, If you want to make the barrel of the gun bigger, I guess. And it's just a bit laughable because they are so serious and they are great actors. And then he holds up his fingers as a deadly weapon. And it just didn't didn't resonate with me as well as I wanted it to. So up next, we have Aiden to share his own opinions. Thank you, Abigail. So this is Aiden, and I was actually going to comment on some of the costuming in the show. So there were only six actors in the show. There was a woman who played Ghost's mom. There was Ghost, Ghost's coach, and then three track team members. And they were all double cast except for Ghost. And it was very interesting how they used just a few small prop pieces to change between characters. There was one very noticeable costume change that I didn't really like. It was the end of the scene where Ghost was shooting, Ghost was being shot at by his dad, and the dad's hands were up and he was like being taken away by the police. And then all of a sudden, that scene ends and the dad turns around, unzips his jacket, puts on a baseball cap, and suddenly he's the coach. And you're like, wait, no, that's the dad. Why is he being nice? Ghost, run. And then you're like, wait a minute, that's not the dad anymore. It was just, it was very, very weird. Another interesting double casting choice was that Ghost's classmates that were bullying him were also his track team friends. So, like, the track meet ended, and then they all came back in school, and I was like, oh, he has school with his track teammates. That's fun. And then they started bullying him. And I was like, wait, don't the track team people like Ghost? And it was very confusing until I realized that they were playing different people at that point. And I just, I didn't like that one because I didn't realize they were different people until like the end of the scene. And it made a lot more sense when I, when I realized that. But it wasn't really clear enough. I think all they did was like change their hair. I'm going to sign off with a little um, improv poem. The name is Ghost. I like to roast all them other members on the track. Thanks for listening so much. This was Abigail Ventimiglia and Aiden Ventimiglia on Ventiverse. Listen to Vox's other podcast on SoundCloud and voxatl.org. Ventiverse.